Hello. Welcome. This is Lectures of Fallen Wisdom. I am Logan from the future. I have replaced Mike Trojan. I have come here to give you wisdom that we learned in the future. I call it fallen wisdom because your current iteration has not heard about this wisdom since very early in the higher level consciousness phase of man. It was there for a blip. It was there for a few thousand years in perfect harmony with nature. These lectures are just things that we were able to mine after time traveling back there to glean these ideas. So now we're trying to sprinkle them as we make our way back. And so Logan from the future is fulfilling a a promise that he made to one Native American called Lone Hawk. That's a long story. The Lone Hawk story is the next um, iteration of the Logan story, and it will be coming soon. The Lone Hawk is story is about a businessman who wakes up in a teepee before the European invasion of this continent, and he's able to eventually recover his memory and warn what's going to happen, warn about it. So how does that change things? How does that reconfigure this continent? It does. But at the same time, that businessman is replaced by Lone Hawk, who happens to be a Native American from pre-colonial days, who is now inserted in 2022 and running a very large business. So that scenario is occurring at this moment, and it's, it's, it's messing with the timeline for, for sure. But I'm here to give you some, some wisdom that will keep you from ever losing your equilibrium as things start to shift around us, as things start to change for the better, mind you. You won't go insane because you will have these principles. Now, the first one is, do not approach or ever be in anyone's presence unless you know you're the shit. You do understand what I mean by that? You know that you are the motherfucking shit to yourself every day by doing something that you think is admirable and doing a little bit of it just to give yourself a taste of how much the shit you are. And by the shit, I mean the pinnacle, the best at something. And you can see it in glimmers if you're just doing your thing. And that's where you achieve ultimate balance. It's kind of like it satisfies the ego, but it also satisfies the fundamental of yourself because you are a competitive being. You can't not be. And then because that's part of evolution is having competitiveness. And you won't, be, you won't involve your mind unless you're competing with other... And that's how it was set up. That's why, like, competitiveness is a good thing if used constructively. So you have to have... But you have to have a sense of your own greatness at all times. And the minute you that starts to fall back is when you start to crave things like sex 
money, drugs. Because you want to get back a feeling of a high, of knowing you're the shit. And sometimes drugs can give you that high for temporarily, but you should really kind of know it. You should try to find – sometimes you need drugs to go and do some art, for example, and then you start to see that, like, wow, like, I'm, I have, like, a vision as an artist. Like, I, I can do this, you know, and you start to feel, like, your potential. You should always have a sense of your, like, ultimate unlimited potential and how actually far along you are and be impressed with yourself on a certain level. Now, I'm not talking about just, like, total egotism here. I'm talking about just you're making progress on a spiritual level, and you can see that progress, and that progress is tied to some kind of um, excellence in some kind of field that you decide that you want to be in. It doesn't have to be art. I recommend art because it's so personal and you can actually like see glimmers of greatness in your own art if you just apply yourself a little bit to it every day and you start to see and, – and unless you do that, unless you find a way to, to demonstrate to yourself that you have some kind of expert power, you, are no, you won't feel um, – you won't be in somebody's presence in the right way. And you'll be actually kind of um, you'll be you'll be an asshole basically, um, and that's the thing is that it doesn't matter what kind of a nice person you think you are, if you're not in somebody's presence, believing yourself to be uh, the shit, you're gonna be a dick to them, because then you're gonna start to want to like improve them. You're going to, like, start giving them advice on how to improve, and you're going to be, like, continually, like, trying to perfect people around you, and that's annoying to them. It's very annoying to them. Like, people don't want to be preached at, and people don't, and like I'm doing to you, but pe really, people don't like to be told what they should and shouldn't do. But you get into that kind of thing where if you're starting to feel kind of low and you don't actually know in your mind that you're the shit and you're talking to somebody else, you're not going to be very happy. And then by not being happy and be kind of a depressed state, you're going to be want to bring them down. It's just like, that's just the law of nature. Like if you're in the presence of somebody and your mood is lower than them, you want their mood to be yours. You want to bring your, their mood down to your mood. And that's how it works. Allow yourself – now, it's kind of like a catch-22 situation because if that's true, then if you're in the presence of somebody whose mood is below yours, then they're going to try to bring you down there. So it's either you're going to do it to them or they're going to do it to you. And that's like kind of like the eternal like suckiness of other people. That's why the Lone King, who's a character in, in this Logan saga – a, very, a real character, I mean, um, and, and he's a real person, but he's a guy who lives on his own planet um, just to stay away from people, and his kryptonite is other people. Now, we have to learn how to live with other people, so we have to understand that when you're feeling, when you have this interaction with somebody and you understand that when your moods don't totally align, that they are going to try to bring you down to their mood. As long as you know you're the shit, you, that can't happen. 
as long as you know in your heart that, like, you got something, you got some kind of magic. And, like, how do you prove that to yourself? I mean, you, I think you can do it through art, but you can just get really good at something and just keep working at it. And then eventually you'll just be – that thing will take on its own meaning for you, and it will give you a purpose. I was talking in a previous episode about like some random purpose you can assign to yourself, some superhero purpose. I want to clean up the world's nuclear weapons. But you also have like an intrinsic purpose as like a human, like what is it that you do best? What's your talent? What do you want it to be? And then you pursue that. And then as you do it and you get better and you, and you get demonstrated by your own success, how much better you've gotten, how much more you come along then you start to get a sense of yourself independent of the world and you don't have to rely on like the the uh, the accolades of others or like the praise of others although that's part of it i mean that's part of telling you whether you're on the right track or not so i mean there's a certain objectivity to it that gets demonstrated by the fact that people do admire you i mean if 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 everyone tells you you suck then you probably do suck <laughs> it's just but the thing is, is you can see yourself getting better as you're doing your art. And as you do that, you gain the confidence. So most people are not really feeling like they're doing too well. And the reason is, is because of the thought matrix that was kind of built into the modern society, which is the one that kind of keeps it running. And that's like, well, I call this the age of nihilistic self-regret. What we're living in is basically an age where people think that they're much less than what they could be, that they they've never that they have this potential, but they feel kind of like that they've fallen short of it permanently. Yes, they have some kind of pinnacle of what they could be, but they just can't be that person because they're just kind of resigned to it too, and it's it's a it's a horrible feeling. It's like you one thing is to like understand your potential and kind of be be feel great from it feel elated that you have this potential but then there's a, others that kind of take it as a as a chiding of the current self and that's how most people are taking it in this society they're just like they're not up to their p- potential they're not up to what they envision to be their life and so they're starting to look at it like I'm a failure and then when you just think, if you have that thought in your head, if you have any kind of feeling of failure in your head, that's when all the other vices just overtake you, okay? And that's where you become a dick. Like the only people that are dicks are people that think they're failures. Nobody who thinks they're a success in life is a dick to anyone because, like, why would you be? If you, if you feel your own success at all times – You'll never be a dick because you'll understand that, like, you're blessed. And, of course, you are. It's just, like, sometimes you can't see it. And sometimes you're always, like, second-guessing it because, yes, you have a potential and you're not living it. You're, you've not lived up to it completely. But you, you can see that there's the seeds of, of greatness inside of you. And you have to understand that, like, you have to have a sense of that. If you're in the presence of other people, in order to insulate yourself from their efforts to bring you down, you have to be like on permanent lock 
bliss. And so one of the best ways to do it is to demonstrate to yourself that you are the shit on some level, okay? Of course, you're not the best. You don't have to be the best, but you have to be good at something, and you have to be proud of that goodness. And it's just a very little technique that can kind of solve all your problems in the sense that you don't have to make money from this. You don't have to do anything from it. You just have to prove to yourself that you got it, that you got something. And maybe you say to yourself, you're listening to this, and you're like, well, I don't have anything that I'm good at. Well, that's a very easy remedy. Just just find something that you think is cool and start doing it. Like if you like a singer, if you're like really into music and you like a particular singer, like start singing their songs. Learn their songs, like verbatim. Get the instrumental, get the karaoke track, and and learn the song. Commit it to memory. Become that person. I mean, copy that person. It's just like, and then see how good you, you know, see how good you become after like copying them. You start to do your own stuff. I mean, that's just, that's how uh, things happen. And that's, you can do that with anything. I mean, if you just, if you admire something and you like something, fucking do a version, do your own version of it. Start off like that point is you got to find something that you can kind of do on your own, whether it's drawing or painting or singing or, you know, it doesn't matter what it is. It just has to be something that like, when you look at yourself and you're like, damn, I'm fucking hot stuff, you know, at least in this little way, I got it. And then you can kind of like walk around and be completely you can give your light to people and no one can give you their darkness. And that's how you want it to be. That's how you need it to be. Otherwise, you're just walking around causing people anger, causing people grief, pissing people off, annoying people. And that's all just contributing to what's going on right now. You know, like this, there's a big war going on now. What happened? Everybody's a fucking sleepwalking, you know? There's no, like, conscious desire to inflict pain. It's like this, it's, it's a bunch of sleeping fucking idiots reacting in a sleeping way to each other. And, like, the more, bo- the more violence gets directed at somebody and the more negativity gets directed at somebody, the more they go to sleep. It doesn't wake them up. It puts them more into a deeper sleep of rage and resentment. When you're overtaken by emotion, you're essentially sleeping and dreaming and you have no control. When you have negative emotion and anger and strife going through your, yourself, you are not a free being. I mean, don't get me started on freedom. I did a whole show on it. Freedom is a complete lie because either you are determined by your natural self which is a good self, which is a a holy self. And there's no fucking, there's no way to deviate from whatever that self would do once you're in control of that self. So there's no free will there. And and there's also the ego self, which is very stupid and very short-sighted version of yourself. And you can be under the control of that. But that's not free will either. So where's the free will? 
it's a, it's a ridiculous concept, the idea of it. And it was, it was put in by religious um, groups to kind of create a sense of guilt among people and to get, create a sense of shame and create a sense of not measuring up. All this is essential to the society that we live in. Otherwise, people wouldn't be buying all kinds of things, trying to make themselves money. The, 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 the lust for money is, is really because you don't believe that you're worth a shit. And so you think, like, I got to just accumulate money. And, the, and you look at everyone else who's accumulated a little bit more than you, and you're so envious because it's just like the be-all, end-all of everything. You're, because you're so worthless – you need tons of money to just justify yourself. So the money thing is like that's you know that's that's a that's a clear indication that you don't if you really are like really want to make money and that's all you care about, you probably aren't really feeling like you're that great. <laughs> you probably feel like you're pretty much a loser. And the problem is, is even though you keep accumulating money, you'll see other people have accumulated so much more, and you'll look at yourself as a loser in comparison to them. I've seen it happen. Like the richest people, man, like with millions of dollars, they look at billionaires and they're like, God damn it, why am I not one of them? <laughs> it's ridiculous. I'm sure billionaires are like, oh, those trillionaires, those fucking trillionaires. Anyway, there's ne it's never enough. Greed always exceeds the amount of money you have because it's 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 in it, unless you really believe you're the shit. Like fun, independent of your money, you believe that you're just like an awesome fucking you know whatever it is you are. But like something somebody that has a skill and somebody that's like you admire. Like, if you're admiring somebody and then you start to become like them, you're going to start admiring yourself. So you need to be admiring yourself. That's the point. It's like, how do you get to a point where you're admiring yourself at all times? Well, you have to make sure you're practicing your art on a regular basis at all times, like, to the point where you get that feeling again. If it starts to ebb, then you need to go back to your art, whatever it is. And by art, I'm talking very generally. I'm talking about whatever it is that you decide that is going to be your thing that's going to prove to you that you're the shit. Okay? Whatever that is, you have to go to it and work on it a little bit to demonstrate to yourself that you still got it, that you got something here. You, you, if you go a long periods of time without doing that, you're going to lose it, and you're just going to be like everyone else. You're going to be that dissatisfied jerk who doesn't, like, feel good, who just thinks that, like, life is passing them by, you know. He's, he's like, frustrated that he's not really getting what he wants, and he's just, like, he has no real solution to how to get there. He thinks that the the way he's going to feel good is to get things, to to make money, to have money, and it's not at all. It's basically understanding, like, who you are and what kind of potential you really do have. And being excited 
to go there with yourself and to be like, you know what, I'm going to rise up this ladder, whatever it is. And we're talking about a ladder of skill as opposed to a ladder of some kind of outward marker of success like money. Something where you're just like, look, I don't care if I never have a penny. I got this. I'm really good at this. Of course, it will make if, – if you truly are good at it, money will come. But even if – but you can kind of just get um, pumped by the fact that you're making progress, that you're getting better. So you just have to keep practicing it. And, and don't let yourself go long periods without practicing it because you will lose this, this sense. And once you lose it, you can't be cool to people. It's like you just – it's not a matter of willpower. You just won't be cool to people, okay? And then you're going to have to think about that all day long, all days and days and days about how you feel bad about this. And that's the deal. It's just that you want to avoid any kind of, like, situation where you feel this way, where you have to, like, like think about it and rack it. Just where you were just a dick to somebody for no reason. Or you just were, you did something, like, this can happen a lot, too, is that you're you're not being a dick. But you're kind of low. You think you're worthless. So it's very hard for you not to just kind of like through your tone and through it's just a very subtle way piss them off. A lot of times it's like by making a suggestion of how they should improve in a way that's like kind of pedantic and kind of nitpicky. And then they, like, react to it kind of angrily, and you're like, what? I'm just, like, talking. And it's just, like, because it, it just it, – look, if somebody reacts negatively to something you say, don't think about actually what you said or what you did. Just think about how you felt while you were saying it. If, you, if you're, like, not feeling that great, if you're actually not in a good mood and you say anything to anyone – even if it's like the nicest thing, you might piss them off because humans like pick up on everything. They don't just pick up on the actual meanings of your words. They pick up on your your tone, everything that everything that's coming in your emotion through your word is coming in. And so you have to be very careful about, you know, the state of mind you're in when you talk to people. If unless you're in a bliss state, and if you if you're not if you can't get yourself there, get the hell away from people. Hole up. I mean, do a little art, you know. I mean, what I do is I just go in my car, turn on some music, and write a few bars of verse, rap, you know, rap lines, and I like practice a few songs. And I just kind of, like, get, I just realize, like, this is who I am. Like, this is something that, like, I can do. This is good. Sounds good. Like, I'm I'm an independent creator here, and, like, I don't need anybody. But I'm also, like, impressed with myself. And, like, you, if you're not impressed with yourself, I mean, I, I, it sounds conceited. It sounds kind of like, oh, you got to love yourself. But it's kind of like that. It's like you have to give yourself sort of a reason to love yourself and be like, oh, I can do this. 
I mean, it's maybe you should maybe maybe there's like a more enlightened way to go about it. I just I'm just trying to tell you, it works for me. Okay, as long as I can like remind myself that I have some talent at something, I can kind of be. I just feel good about myself, and so I'm walking around other people, and I'm not um, giving them negative energy. So this whole like, you know, negative energy problem that we're having in this society and it's like it's running through all our politics it's just running through everything it's like so much hate created this paranoia and this war and all this stuff that's going on in this in the world it's just it can be stopped and the buck should stop with you now we've learned this in the future like it's totally harmonious we have this thing called the circle of serenity and it's like nobody dares violate it so it's it's like a blissful future uh, where we don't have, we don't, it's like weapons are ridiculous. Like the idea of a weapon, even creating any more weapon that was already around that we're just slowly kind of dealing with and getting rid of, like the idea of creating it just disrupts the circle of serenity. Like there's this mental sense of, of, of bliss that the minute anyone kind of like dips from it, they, it's like it's so obvious because most people aren't there. Most people are in pure bliss, and then somebody drops into depression state. They are quickly identified and and dealt with, not in any kind of fascistic way, but just in a way that's like, hey, you know, we see that you're not feeling well. Like, let's figure this out, you know, kind of way. I mean, sympathetic, but at the same time, People stand out when they're actually not in bliss. Here, in this age of nihilistic self-regret, very aptly named, I don't know who named it, probably Mike Trojan himself, but the point is, this age is like the opposite of the bliss age. And it's hilarious being here. I Because me, I had to like, I actually got infected. I jumped down, I jumped in here in Mike Trojan's body um, and, you know, Mike Trojan, I replaced his mind. I have this future mind, and I know how to create the bliss state in myself. Like, I'm, I have many thousands of years on this age, you know. I'm, where I'm from is about 30, 32. So I'm, uh, we've had thousands of years to, well, at least a couple thousand, to come up with a, you know, a really, I mean, a technique we give all the kids and everything. I was raised to create bliss inside my own body, to manufacture my own bliss uh, as an insulation tool. And it has also created a society that is, is so much more close to nature and so much more harmonious with nature than what we currently see. And war, I mean, it's just a ridiculous idea. It's, it's a clown show in our in, in our estimation. And it obviously, it's it's tragic, but it's it's a tragic clown show of epic proportions that only takes place among people who are not in the bliss state, obviously. You're not going to conduct a war in the bliss state. And as long as you're not in the bliss state, you're asleep. That's the That's the fundamental. Like, you're just sleeping around. You're walking around like a zombie, half asleep, and very irritable if people were are trying to wake you up from that sleep. 
And, and also, you're kind of annoying. You're basically snoring. You're talking, and everything that you're doing is you talking in your sleep. So unless you feel bliss, know what's going on, okay? You're not awake, and you're not going to be a very good person to be around. That's why, like, when you get into that jokey mode and, like, you get with somebody and maybe, you, you know, you get with a friend and you're both just laughing it up and laughing it up, that's, that's awakeness because you're, you're feeling joy. You're feeling happiness. You're forgetting about all your stupid problems and you're just having a laugh with this person. That's, that's you awake. But the minute that kind of dies down and you start talking about things and getting mad and just kind of having it, just being, going, not having joy in your, in your heart, you're, you're sleeping. And you can kind of fall asleep with your friend as you talk about nothing and just kind of feel the mundane level. So here, that's the, that's the deal. You have to be in a, in, a, in a state of a sense of yourself where you say, hey, I know I'm the shit, and it's just a matter of time before that shit gets seen or that shit goes somewhere or even gets better. And you need to prove that to yourself on a continual basis. Now, that will align everything. That will be the thing that keeps you from... from absorbing any kind of negative stuff from other people. It's not their fault. It's your fault that you absorb it. You haven't put on the shield of bliss, of sense of accomplishment, of sense of self. And and once you are in that state, your breathing and everything normalizes. You start to drink your breaths and savor them and feel their presence and appreciate their presence, you start to walk among this earth like a god. And guess what? You are a god. You are a god who descended into flesh. So you better start acting like one. And it's been hard, I understand. It's been very hard. You weren't dealt a... a, a, a set of cards to make it easy. But if you're calm enough to hear these words, then you're calm enough to manufacture own bliss state independent of anything that's occurring around you. Even if you're locked up in a prison, even if you are in, you are locked in a body with that can't move, like Stephen Hawkins, look what he did. His bliss came from his mind. His bliss came from like being the the shit on a certain level and knowing it. And so it doesn't matter what state you're in, what kind of level of, as long as you have your mind, you can achieve a certain level of bliss. You can achieve the level of bliss that you need to live. And you can do it by, 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 by applying the mind to something 
consistently that you that you admire and you it's very easy to just look at what your own interests are and apply your mind to that look at look at what you're following look what you're reading right? do you like reading a certain kind of book well, try writing one of those books and then see your progress as you're doing it and feel your your sense of accomplishment but it has nothing it should have nothing to do with other people giving you praise. It should just be you recognizing it in yourself. Because unless you do it, you aren't going to be a part of the future. That's right. Like, you can't live for very long if you don't understand how to do this. Because it's like, if you if you really think, if you, if you think you're going to use your own, like, material achievement to arrive at some kind of satisfaction, some kind of bliss state that way, you will never get there. Because the premise is out of whack. The only reason that you lust after this money, over this power, over this recognition, is because you don't believe that you are worth shit. And as long as you do not believe that you are worth shit... You will be a shit person. And as a shit person, you will get no rewards from this universe. None whatsoever. In fact, you will be punished heartily for being not in the bliss state. So you understand how important it is to get there. Like, it's not a matter of just like, oh, yeah, get in the bliss state, man. Like, you'll love it. No. <laughs> Get in the bliss state or you'll be punished for not being in it. And it's it's like, fuck, it's, it's a catch-22, right? It's like, what are you to blame for not being in the bliss state? Well, guess what? You are to blame because it's there. As long as you're not being beat on or you're not in physical pain, if you're just kind of like, low-level depressed and unsatisfied with yourself and you're and but but otherwise you're experiencing no other real form of discomfort then you are like you are totally responsible for what you're feeling and you and you're just not seeing how to get out of it and I'm trying to tell you the first thing is to just develop a skill, something that you admire, and then you can that you can admire in yourself, and then make efforts to practice it, and then make efforts to like recognize when you've kind of made some progress, and 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 feel a sense of accomplishment because of it, and then start to admire yourself. And he, Whatever it takes to get you to admire yourself, if you already do, great. That's a major tool to to staying in the bliss state. So just think of yourself and think about how much you admire yourself and, and, and make that be your constant mental picture, whatever it is. But you need to feel good around other people. And then you can – and then you'll live pretty much forever. Because the the aging 
factor that comes when you're not, when you're a person who pisses other people off, when you're a person who causes emotional negativity in other people. The 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 loss of vitality that comes out of you each time you inflict an injury or an emotional distress on anyone. It's so bad for you. It's such an aging force on you that it's, you. of course, that's why you don't last long when you have that. People who don't think they're worth shit, yeah, they're going to have, they're going to end up getting a lot of money, putting money and stuffing it here and there, but are they going to be happy? Are they going to last very long? Not in any kind of um, good health. That might even last the 90 years old, but it'll be a miserable 90. What I'm talking about is living thousands of years old, which we do in the future. Now, we do it. That's what allows us to go to other planets. It allows us to settle this this solar system and then eventually outer solar system. We do it because, guess what? We are the only life on this planet. Now, don't get me started on these on these damn time travelers and also proto-humans. Humans were a second sort of iteration. I mean, we're going to get into that. We found that out. And, like, that's something that I didn't realize is, like, there was – they already – they tried some other kind of being down here from what I understand. I have to actually dig more into it, but – we're getting some some real important artifacts from our time travel technologies. Everything's being centralized, and eventually everyone will be able to read about it, but not if you don't last long. Not if you only last, uh, you know, 60 more years from now. You're not going to learn shit. But if you really want to last with me until 3032, well then... You have to make sure that your that your bliss is coming from yourself and not from anywhere else. So I'm trying to teach that, and that's what these lectures of fallen wisdom are about. It's just as simple as that. We need to figure out how to be happy around other people because unless you're happy around other people, you're hurting them. That's right. You're actually hurting them. You're abusing them. So it's this is so important. You'll never – and so you should – look, if you can't do this, do not time with other people. Do not. Get away from them. Unless you can fee- get yourself to feel it again, feel something good about yourself, get the fuck away. Go live on another planet. That's actually, we, we actually have those planets now that for rent. We've settled so many planets. We have like single planets people can just go on and, and manufacture and figure out who they are and get their bliss back. So maybe that's what you need. Well, there's no planets now in nihilistic self-regret world. I mean, you can go up to the moon with... Uh, Jeff Bezos. But the point is, is that you're going to be 
a part of a greater future or you're just going to get weeded out, stumbled onto this podcast, you're very lucky. You're one of a very small amount of people that are getting the kind of wisdom that is really just nowhere to be found. And I'm not bragging about it. I'm just a normal guy in the future. Like I'm no I'm no sage. <laughs> this is just something we know. And I'm sure you who's listened to it understand it. It's like it has to be that way. Otherwise, why would you want to live in this universe? If it wasn't about harmony and if it wasn't about spreading joy, if this living this in this body isn't about bliss, then what's the point? Yeah, you should off yourself. Off yourself, right? Even if you tried. That's the real thing about this. Like these suicide people, people who commit suicide, you know they wake right, they wake up right back here, sometimes crippled. Sometimes they just wake up back here if they truly uh, are able to destroy themselves and completely kill themselves in one parallel universe, they just wake up in another, having dreamed that they committed suicide. So there's no way to get out of it. But the point is, is like, there is no point to this existence unless it is bliss. Because that is where consciousness exists. And consciousness is the pinnacle as being awake and being able to be present in your awakeness in the moment is and and to be conscious of that you are awake and that you are like experiencing life and having sort of a meta view of it is a pinnacle of of a certain sort that is a, that that leads to the highest evolution of man So there's, but every other level underneath that is just like an inferior form, and we want to get to a, a situation where human beings can live a lot longer, do things that we need to do, like send colonies very far into space. <laughs> All right, okay, fine. I'm a recruiter, um, but but. You understand what I'm saying. If you want to be on one of these spaceships, if you want to be, if if you want to be able to just live like many different kinds of lives with a young body, keep listening to this stuff because that's there's no old people in the future. That that idea of old people, we're all old. Some say I'm just Mike Trojan who just lived to that time. I can't be, you know, I've changed my identity so many times from now until then that I don't remember if I was Mike Trojan. All I know is I've come back here to try to help you guys out. And maybe I've always come back here. Maybe that's just what I've done. You would get into the eternal recurrence of things. Maybe this is just another recurrence of it. Anyway, more later.